0: Well, we're coming to you in a bit of a different format today, obviously, as a congregation, um, in a very different circumstance. Uh, I'll be speaking, and obviously, this is being listened to on our um, um, sermons, posting on our, on our website and otherwise, and uh, just glad that we can, can do this. So I'm, I'm realizing that as I, I'm literally standing in the auditorium, and there are four people here, sound people, Robin and Steve. Robin's going to sing for us in a little while, and it's like the pastor's worst nightmare. You know, work hard write a sermon, and no one comes. But I realize uh, this is not a nightmare, but a good thing that we can do together. Um, I want to begin, even though um, we're not together, by thanking everyone for all the love and care I received over this last week and a half since the loss of my father. Um, really appreciated the cards and the food and the prayer has made a big difference. So I'm just very, very thankful, and want you to know that. Um, let's pray. Gracious God, uh, as we gather in a sense as a church in a very different way today, we come to be with you. And Lord, I would pray for each person who hears this sermon, that um, as it is spoken into their hearing, that uh, you would be with them, that they would hear your truth, that you would bring them uh, an understanding uh, of your mind and your heart toward them, and that you would bring them peace. So bless us now, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we're very obviously in a very different situation because of the coronavirus. Um, I think what a lot of people are experiencing, especially over these last two days, is fear. Something happened in my thinking on Friday, and um, fear spiked, and uh, things changed. Probably, in my mind, because of the school closures in Ontario. Um, that people are afraid of not having the things that they need. Prime example of this... uh, I think, is toilet paper. Uh, people are hoarding it, people are buying it in large quantities. I saw a woman interviewed on the, on the news uh, a day or two ago, and she literally was filling her car with uh, toilet paper, and the interviewer uh, spoke with her, and her response was, I know this is crazy, but she was still doing it. And I think people are acting in this fashion because they're afraid they might have lack, they might not have what they need. Same with food. Um, Store shelves are emptying, you know, dried goods and canned food and so forth. Uh, People are afraid that they might get to that place where they don't have what they need. Um, I think there's also fear because of health, obviously. Um, People get sick from this virus. People die from this virus. And people fear that for themselves and for their loved ones. Um, And I suppose, too, there's fear uh, because of the financial reality. Uh, The markets have crashed and... um, Uh, People don't have the wealth that they once had, and that's hard, especially for people living on uh, investments in retirement. So there's much challenge, and there's much fear. My question for us today is, what will we do with fear? Excuse me, will we react like everyone else, or will we be different because of our faith? I want to read to you a a great passage of Scripture. Uh, I want it to be your hearing of the Word of God today, Uh, this this. This word, which is our authority for life and faith, this this book, the Bible, which allows us to hear and know the mind of God, and I want us to reflect today on the twenty-third Psalm, that fantastic Psalm of assurance that comes to us uh, in the Psalm. So let me let me read this to you, um, Psalm twenty-three: The Lord is my shepherd; I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. says very simply, the Lord is my shepherd. And I think if nothing else, my friends, what this speaks to us today, the truth that is inherent in this text is that we are not alone. Many people are afraid today because I think they feel that they are alone. Um, it's up to them to fend for themselves, if you would. And they're hoarding because they think there's no one else there to care for them. But the Lord is our shepherd. Now understand who is our shepherd. It is the Lord God, (laughs) the creator of heaven and earth, the Lord Almighty. That one is the one who shepherds our lives. He watches over us. He is with us all the time. He guides us. He provides for us, taking us to green pastures and to still waters, whereby the way we are nurtured fed and refreshed of soul. You see, the Lord, it says in Psalm 121, and I love this, this concept, he doesn't slumber or sleep. It literally, there's this sense of God doesn't doze off while he's looking after us. <laughs> he's, he's aware, he is focused, and he is providing for us everything we need. The next phrase, the Lord is our shepherd, the NIV says, I lack Nothing. The New Living Translation says, I have all I need. And then the message version says, I don't need a thing. Do you think that might include toilet paper and the food we need? And everything else that might be required over these days? See, I want to tell you, my friends, God is with us. <laughs> and He can provide for us as the Good Shepherd everything that we need and we need to meditate on passages like this over these next days so that we are not afraid but that we are confident listen to verse four even though i walk through the darkest valley i will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me now we are in that dark valley reality aren't we as a society and as people in many instances But what this says to God's people is that we don't have to fear at all because the shepherd is with us. He has the tools to provide the rod and the staff. The rod is a weapon of protection as a shepherd would literally in this context fight off wolves and bears and lions. The shepherd was willing to put his life on the line in order to provide the protection that his sheep needed. That makes me think of the cross and what our shepherd has done for us already. And if he's willing to do that, isn't he willing to do anything that we need now for our protection? And the staff, (laughs) uh, the shepherd's crook, if you would, to guide the sheep along the path, to keep them on the right paths, as this text says, paths that will lead us to comfort and to peace and to assurance and to a confidence that we need today. Verse 5 You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Now listen to me. There is no scarcity in God's presence. There is abundance, so much so that the abundance overflows into our lives. Verse 6. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Um, My friends, even if we die, probably I should say even when we die, because we all will, but even in this context, if that might happen, we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We will spend eternity with God as he continues to provide for us and to meet our needs in incredible abundance. I wanna share an illustration uh, with you from uh, the recent loss that I've gone through uh, of my father. Heather, my wife, shared an article from a woman named Carolyn Ahrens. You might recognize her name. She's a Christian music- musician and she now works for uh, a discipleship ministry named Renovare. And she wrote an article um, after losing the second parent uh, in her life. Uh, and she, she, she described the experience like this, having parents is like having two mountains in your world. Uh, you're not always close to them in terms of proximity, but they're always on the horizon. They're always there. And when they go, it's an experience of what I was trying to understand myself. I was lab- labeling it as confusion. I, I said, Uh, to, to Heather my wife I just I can't quite make sense of this yet but she said when our second parent goes we experience disorientation you know because the landscape of our lives has changed what we thought was the unchangeable consistent reality of our life what has always been that in our experience is gone and we don't have them um to give bearing to our life anymore, to give us our bearings. I was thinking of this in relation to the fact that, uh, 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 of what's going on in our world right now with the fear that people are feeling. It's like the mountains of their lives, that which has always been the unchangeable and consistent reality is no more. You know, the, 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 the mountain of abundance, we've always thought we could go to the store and buy food now we question it. The, the mountain of security because of our bank accounts being healthy and all of a sudden they're not anymore. The, uh, the mountain of safety. We always think we're going to be well. and We don't dwell on the threat to our physical health. But all of a sudden these mountains are gone and we are disoriented. And we're wondering how to do life in a different way. As so I have... In the last week or so thought about this mountain illustration in relationship to losing my father um, I was in prayer and thinking about this and in my mind's eye uh, eyes closed I um, Thought of, uh, of the horizon that was flat and I sensed the Lord saying to me Chris turn around uh, And I turned around in my mind's eye and right behind me, right behind me was a huge, unmovable, unshakable mountain which rose to the sky. And the Lord says, said to me, I am the one around whom you can reorient your life. I am with you. I am here. I will never leave you. I am your solid reality. See, my friends, the Lord is our shepherd, and we will never want, never. I'm going to do something very different right now. I think today provides us this opportunity. I'm going to ask you, um, if possible, to um, move to a quiet place in your home, if that's where you are, a place where you can be on your own. Now I wanna take you through um, uh, a guided prayer exercise, which in healing care ministry, one of our ministries here, we simply call the three R's. Um, It's a way of entering into time with God in prayer. So if you need to turn off this recording and and move to another place, do it now, and and then, then we'll begin. But the three R's are rest, receive, and respond. So I want us to start with rest. So get comfortable. Close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths uh, to relax yourself. And let's move into a minute or two of rest. So with eyes closed, can I encourage you to just simply rest in the presence of the Lord? He is with you right now. Relax in Him. The Lord is your shepherd. His eye is upon you, He is able to provide for your need. You don't need to do a thing right now, but be quiet with God who loves you deeply. So rest in His presence. now let's receive i want to ask you very literally now to ask the lord jesus to give you what you need right now Um, as you sit in his presence he might give you a phrase from psalm 23 or a word Um, he might bring to mind by his holy spirit a a different scripture verse Um, it might be a line from a song of praise The Spirit might even give you a picture in your mind. But just quietly sit in Christ's presence and receive from Him that which He wishes to give you. now let's respond. Respond with what is in your heart toward the Lord having received from Him that which He has given. Attend to your feelings in this. But um, what do you now want to say to God? If, if, If gratitude dwells there, thank Him. If it's worship, worship and praise Him. If it's love, tell Him you love Him. Respond now to what God has given. Lord Jesus, we thank you for these uh, few minutes that we've been able to spend with you. Amen. Last thing I would like uh, to say today, um, well, I said it in an email that went out uh, yesterday, and I want to say it again, that we now have a huge opportunity to show love to one another and to this world of ours. Um, In our own church community, we will have need over these next days we will some people will it'll be an emotional need there might be fear or there might be loneliness or there might be depression the physical need is is there maybe it'll be an illness maybe it'll be practical you know we might need to get groceries for one another or other practical uh, realities it might be financial as people might not be working in the way that they normally do Bible says, Galatians 6.2, carry one another's burdens and in so doing fulfill the law of Christ and that is the law of love. And my friends, we can care for one another purposefully and intentionally um, during these days. And in the midst of that, Jesus will be present and his love will flow. So let's stay connected in life groups and, and otherwise. Let's call each other, let's care for one another, let's be aware of the needs uh, that are present among our church family. And I want to challenge you also to care for this world, um, the people in our broader community. Um, And I want to do that by challenging you to be different from the world, to be people of faith, to not live by fear, but but to live by faith in the one who is with us as our shepherd You know, when everyone else is looking out for number one and caring for self, um, we need to love others. When everyone is hoarding, we need to be generous to give to people from our own resources what we can give. The Lord is providing for us. And from that provision, we can care for others. Might be food, might be toilet paper, But listen, can we know how our neighbors are doing? And if anyone is alone or afraid, can we be present to them? Can we pray with them? Can we simply be the company that they need right now? Same goes for co-workers, Um, anyone that we might know. See, now is the time for us to enact what Jesus described in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, when he said this you are the light of the world he's speaking to his people he's speaking to us you are the light of the world a city on a hill cannot be hidden neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl instead they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house in the same way let your light shine before people that they may see your good deeds and praise your father in heaven do you see it? That's what we are to be. And I want to invite the people of IPC, maybe like never before, to be intentionally focused on caring for one another and on focused on mission. We can actively look into our community and love people in the name of Jesus. And I want to tell you, what will happen if we will do so is that people will end up seeing a bright light shining, we who are no longer covered up or hidden, but a bright light shining for Jesus. And the result, according to Jesus himself, will be people seeing and glorifying not us, but our Father who is in heaven. My friends, we have opportunity in the midst of this as if we will go forward as people of faith in the sure and certain knowledge that Christ is with us, that he is our shepherd, that he will provide all that we need. I'm going to pray just a conclusion to this uh, sermon today, and then Robin's going to sing for us and bless us uh, with a song. So let's pray together. Lord Jesus, uh, in the midst of challenging times, our our first action is to turn to you, to turn to scripture and to be reminded of the truths which which are as sure um, as an actual mountain. (laughs) Lord Jesus, that you are there as our shepherd to protect us and to guide us, um, to lead us forward, to provide for us, God, I would pray for this congregation, wherever they may be right now, that, uh, that they will exercise the three R's often. That They will come to you and rest in you and receive from you and then respond to you. The Lord, through their time with you, they will know a deep peace that comes from being in your presence and being reminded of who you are. So, Lord, take fear from us where it exists and replace it with faith, with confidence, with assurance. And then, Lord, as we love one another and as we love the world in your name, we pray that we can make a difference in the lives of many people. And we pray that as we do so, by our love and by our words, by our prayers, that uh, our Lord, people that will end up looking to heaven and seeing and knowing and understanding the reality of our Father. So bless us in this, Lord. See us through these days and see us through them well and allow us to be used as instruments of your love and of your grace and of your hope and of your peace. In this we pray together in Jesus' name. friends, our prayer is that it is well with your soul today, and that as you spend time with Jesus, uh, that that continue day after day, even through the challenging uh, dark valleys that we might go. Um, Trust him. Know his presence. Live your life by faith, and know his
1: peace. God bless you.